0: Hello and welcome to the Jibsams Guide to Wellbeing at Work. I'm David Ragliade and I'm delighted to be working with Jibsams on this project which aims to highlight the importance of wellbeing schemes in the workplace. I will be your host and through brief podcasts, episodes, we learn much more about what well-being at work actually means and how it could relate to your place of work or profession. We will meet last year's winners of the Jibsams Wellbeing Awards and get practical tips and advice from the people running workplace schemes. Myself and everyone at Jibsams hope that this podcast series will act as a guide to setting up a workplace scheme of your own. To kick off our exploration of well-being at work, I met Kirsten Andlow, the driving force behind Jibsams Wellbeing at Work Awards. So, Kirsten, for the benefit of our listeners, do you want to introduce yourself and maybe talk about your involvement with Gipsums?
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, you already said it. I'm 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 Kirsten, and I'm I'm German. I've studied uh, and lived in the UK for uh, over 15 years. I have three daughters, and my my day job is supporting organisations and businesses to develop their people, uh, their teams and their organizational culture to be high-performing, high-functioning. And I've relocated to Gibraltar with my family about six years ago. And I met Mary Lou, who is the founder of Gypsams, which most people probably know anyway. I met her in 2019 when I was running an event called Working Minds at the World Trade Center. The event was about raising awareness of well-being in the workplace. And so we got talking. She wanted to extend Gypsam services to include uh, well-being in the workplace. And so we came up with the idea of a well-being recognition scheme. And I guess if you know marie Lou, you know that once <coughs> she sets her mind to something, it's pretty much done. <laughs> uh, and so she, she convinced me that, that Gypsams was a good place for me to get involved, to, to give some of my expertise and my experience back to the community, which is something that I was looking for, uh, a voluntary outlet uh, where I could be of use and give back. Um, so this is this is how well wellbeing at work awards was born. And since then we've been going from strength to strength. So initially we had about 16 recipients in 2020. And that grew to 22 last year. And hopefully this year we'll increase that even further. And by, by the way, um, applications will be open now so you can apply. <laughs> Just reach out to Chipsams. So.
0: Well, as you say, there has been a, a growth in well-being across workplaces like in terms of participation in the awards. Why do you think it's so important for businesses?
1: I think the bottom line is that, you know, business operates through its people, um, it's most businesses' greatest resource, even small business. Um, someone is running it, someone have, is having the ideas, someone is providing the service. Um, when people are well, when they're at their best, they will deliver. And that obviously is, is makes complete business sense. Since arriving in Gibraltar about six years ago, I've seen a huge difference in um, the interest of businesses to really put well-being at work at the table and at the top of the agenda I think perhaps COVID has had a big impact of a lot of businesses realizing how important that interplay with uh, between life and work. Yeah, that that interaction, that integration between that has become. Um, so there has been, I think, a lot of change, a lot of movement in terms of companies really looking at what would work best for our people and what would work best for our organisation, for our business, rather than it sort of being an isolated view that is just focused on the on the business side. It's really starting to integrate its people, its greatest resource.
0: Absolutely, and uh, when you when you look into it, because obviously I've been looking into a lot of different wellbeing uh, schemes, what it means, what they kind of cover. For the benefit of the, specifically, I guess, for the wellbeing at work awards initiative with GIBSAMS, what activities and initiatives would be included in under the umbrella term wellbeing at work?
1: Oh, um, there's a whole array of, of schemes, initiatives, activities that, that might be part of it. Um, as, as Jip Sams, we don't want to be prescriptive in terms of guidelines or best practices. Um, and the reason for that is that. Each company, each organization, each business is different, uh, not just in terms of its size, but also in terms of structure, uh, you know, people demographics, uh, culture, etc. Um, and so, it shouldn't be, you know, uh, being able to have a well-being strategy shouldn't be exclusive to a company of a certain size or a company with certain resources. So, I think that there is a really large huge amount of different initiatives that can take place. I mean. I don't want to take away from some of the interviews you're going to have because there's, you know, the, the applicants that we've had and that you are going to be interviewing. Um, in, in, incredible work has been done and very much tailored to the organization um, in terms of what they are able to offer, mostly based on the company asking its people what, what helps you to be your best. What do you need? What can we do? How can we work together to create a, a, work, a working environment that is conducive to well-being? So there isn't really a one, mm. one size fits all.
0: Absolutely. And, I, and I, as you say, we will be interviewing uh, many, many of the local firms that took part in last year's uh, awards over the next few episodes. So stay tuned for that. Going back to kind of businesses, right, and I know that it's very hard to just get a one-size-fits-all approach to well-being, but saying that, what, in your opinion, are some of the steps that organizations can take to start a scheme or to scope or to f- figure out what works for them? Where, yeah. where would they start?
1: Well, so, so a really good place to start is to listening to these podcasts, obviously, uh, simply because you'll get loads of ideas and ideas that are broad in terms of, a whole array of things that you can then think about, well, would this be something that might work for us? Because not everything would work. So that's a good place to just get you thinking, get you inspired. Um, also, you want to start thinking about what enables you to maintain your well-being on a daily basis and perhaps have that dialogue with with colleagues and peers. Uh, you might even want to form a little bit of a working group where you can bounce off ideas and have discussions Um, The other thing I think that is really important is to really ask your people, ask them what what helps them to feel at their best, to be at their best. Um, And from there, you can identify key priorities and and begin to form a well-being strategy. And it's important to remember that a a well-being strategy is not something that can be done overnight. Also, when you apply for the awards, we're not expecting it to be a finished product. It should be something that grows over time and evolves with the changing needs of, of your people and your business. So not a one size fits all, only your size fits you kind of kind of approach.
0: That's nicely put. I think what what also some of our listeners might be doing things already that that might be considered well-being. You know, we've all worked at companies that might have a, a drink session on a Friday or come some kind of morning event just to get people together. Uh, Definitely through the pandemic, people were doing kind of Zoom quizzes, etc. So so I guess maybe it's for our listeners to consider, rather than start from scratch, the likelihood is you're probably doing something already.
1: Absolutely. And, and actually, one of the feedbacks we, we've had over these last uh, couple of years in terms of the awards is that, um, that there have been there've been times when a company has called us up and said, we really want to apply, but maybe we should do it next year because I'm not sure we're ready. So, when we actually had a conversation over well, what's already in place, it was that realization, wow, we're actually doing a lot already. We just haven't made that connection to how big an impact something can have on well-being whether it's a flexibility whether it's you know pension benefits health benefits social activities you know um, informal flexibility that people might be benefiting from so there's a whole array of things that companies tend to do already and then once they actually write it down they go oh yeah actually now we can expand from this.
0: Absolutely, and I, I think if if listeners stay with us throughout the audio guide, I guess what we're doing here with the different interviews with different companies is going to be a bunch of ideas, and, and I think it just shows the diversity of business in Gibraltar and different organisations, because, again, this is, just, this is not just for business, it's for government organisations, voluntary organisations, the, the lot, I suppose, right?
1: Yes, absolutely, absolutely.
0: Finally, Kirsten, just my last question. Um, for those companies who are unsure, or even where to start, can gypsum support businesses or organizations with any ideas
1: yeah so so obviously one thing is listening to these podcasts um we as i said earlier we don't have a best practice guide or a framework of what what it should look like but we're always happy to support with ideas inspiration resources this podcast um and also as a sounding board um so we're very happy for a company to just Get in contact or arrange a, a meeting, a conversation and have that dialogue over, well, where are you at and help them to, to move forwards so on that? As I was saying just now, most of them already have things in place, but perhaps not really aware of it yet.
0: And you said the applications are open. Yes, open first App- of September.
1: So the deadline is the 30th of October you need to get your application and by then, whether you're someone that is applying for the first time or whether you're applying um, again. So obviously for the people, for the companies that have applied previously, please do so again. We want to see you again and we want to recognize you again and celebrate the, the, the work you do and the effort you make. So reach out to us at Jib Sam's, either via the website, uh, email, and uh, we'll send you the application form. And again, if you need any support around that, Again, we're very happy to be here and help.
0: Thanks a lot, Kirsten. Thank you. So there you have it. If you do want to find out more, follow this series of podcasts on well-being at work, click like, subscribe and follow and tell your friends as well. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode, which covers some of the things that you can do before setting up a well-being scheme at your workplace. Remember, you're not too late to enter this year's wellbeing at work awards. Jibsams is a Gibraltar-based charity and confidential listening service for those individuals experiencing emotional distress. It exists to reduce the number of suicides and support people through tough times. Find out more at jibsams.gi.